Welcome to Buffy the Vampire Strayer, where three Australians talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode by episode. What, what? are you laughing at, Chris? You <laughs> just said it like we've <laughs> we recorded all of these in a row and you're fucking tired. You're like, <laughs> you're so over it. You're like, here we go. End of season one. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. Uh, Welcome to Buffy the Vampire Strayer. <laughs> I'm Chris. I'm Mabel. <laughs> and I'm Megan. <laughs> and I've had enough, apparently. Oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> Today we're discussing episode 1.12. Season finale! Prophecy Girl. Written and directed by Joss Whedon. So, in this episode, Giles discovers an ancient book, well, he discovered it last episode, for telling Buffy's death at the hands of the Master. Will she stay true to her destiny or abandon her calling? Gotta love a season final. Yeah. Wraps it all up. Gotta love the Codex. The Codex. (laughs) The Codex. That they suddenly realised they were like, shit, we need to have something for this. (laughs) (laughs) They brought that up last episode. Look, I got a few questions about things that happen here. (laughs) They take some big swings. Yeah. Uh, But it was a great episode. Yeah. Real fun. I like it all, like, even because it starts with the big, like, flashback and just, you know, brings up everything that was relevant Oh, the, oh, in the previously yeah, one. in the yeah. pre- previously on Buffy, and then it makes it seem like the previous episodes build up to this when they didn't really. They, really they were didn't. a bit. They no. were a bit off the mark. No. Um, Even the kid, actually, the anointed. Yeah, he's just kind of been like sitting around. He sort of just holds her hand and oh, it's over here. Come on. Oh, yeah, Come on. I have feelings about that actually. When we yeah. get to it, I'm yeah. going to talk about that. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, I still even like I don't know what the anointed one was supposed to be really. I don't uh, think they did either. Yeah, no. yeah, no, not at all. Agreed. They have no idea. But what they're I mean, doing. this whole episode feels very like self-contained movie almost. You know, I just feel like it's all it's very more. It's a lot more like cinematic film style and like has a kind of yeah. like self-contained arc. It's interesting because obviously it's written and directed by Joss Whedon, mm. and I almost feel like this is his like redo of the movie. This is his hundred percent. Yeah, because there's actually some themes in there, and uh, yeah. we're gonna do a we're gonna do an excursion and watch the movie. Cool. We'll, I feel like we'll she even looks the, we'll like I feel like in the she looks a lot. Yeah, yeah the hair, the, yes, the way that yes. the, yeah, she looks and a lot like from the movie. The kind of like okay. that. There's some like kind of. Um, mystic stuff like mythology yes. that happens in this episode I see this very much as his like some, redo of the movie yeah because yeah, yeah. they did try to do some of this in the movie they f- fucking failed at it but <laughs> okay. they tried they sure. really tried yeah yeah yeah. yeah. so anyway we open uh, in the bronze oh brutal opening it's yeah brutal. it's a pretty brutal opening Xander practicing his speech on Willow <laughs> fuck that guy fuck that guy classic Xander being insensitive towards no. Willow's feelings yeah. and her just like with that look on her face, pretending that I he's know, talking to her. I know, and being like, yeah. you can practice on me some more. Oh, oh, Glutton for punishment. Stop letting him do this to you, Willow. Yeah, although Stop. later in the episode, she, she puts does. her foot down a bit, which yep. is good. Good's yeah. going to be great on Willow. But, um, it's going to be great. Yeah, Xander's yeah. lame as. Yeah. He needs to wake up. Smell the roses. Wish Smell Buffy the willows. punched him Smell in the, the face willow. in this episode. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we go to the library and Giles is doing his reading voice again. 
he's reading the codex. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we missed the, sorry, Buffy Slade in the park. Oh, yeah. Oh, the whole slow-mo fight. Slow-mo fight. So unnecessarily slow-mo. It was slow-mo for so long. And, like, not, not, like, the whole thing was just slow-mo for so long. And you would, like, cut to a few scenes of Cordelia and her date in the car. And then you'd be back to this, like, slow-mo build-up of the fight. And her hair was, like, Buffy's hair was doing, like, the slow-mo thing. Yeah. It wasn't an epic party. She was just, like, getting up slowly. The only thing that I think made it better was when when it all of a sudden goes to normal speed. When she just, like, hits the vampire. Smacks the ground. Yeah. Yeah. That was, like, it almost made up for all of the unnecessary slow that yeah. builds up to that. <laughs> uh, also, Cordy in the car with this new boy toy. Kevin. What happened to Mitch? Oh, yeah. Oh, what Mitch. happened to Mitch? Was like an episode ago. Yeah, well, Mitch was all like bruised and battered. She didn't want to be out seen oh, with Mitch. I, yeah. oh, I was a fan of Mitch. Kev, yeah. This Kevin guy I'm not as into. Oh. They look almost identical. They really do. <laughs> it was a little bit creepy. It was. Cordy's <laughs> got a tie. Definitely got a tie. Yeah. Um, I was well, watching Mitch. it and then I like, until we realized his name was Kevin, I was like, is that the same guy? Maybe. No, I was staring at the back of his head and I could tell. I was a big fan of Mitch. Bring back the Mitch. <laughs> Hashtag right, bring back Mitch. Starting the campaign. <laughs> I want him back. Because imagine being dumped like a few days before prom. That'd yeah. be awful. Yeah. So they keep talking about this as the spring fling, right? Oh. And she was the May Queen. Yes. Supposed to be? Is it supposed to be the same dance? Because that dance was happening that night. No, I think they it's a different talk, dance. They need to talk in the writers' room. Man. Yeah, yeah. They had like two dancers, literally days apart. Okay, so then, so then we go to Giles talking aloud, reading aloud in his reading voice. So he's at the Again, library. He's at the yeah. library. I thought he was at home oh. and we were sort of seeing a night at Giles's place. No, no. And this is you know he's got his tea and he's reading. No, no, so no. Why is he's he in his school office. so late? Because he's reading. He's a fucking nerd. No, yeah. I love Giles. He's a watcher. <laughs> I love how you instantly qualified instantly that. Instantly turned around. <laughs> how can you not love Giles? Oh, yeah. Giles amazing. is nothing but excellent. So there's an earthquake. An earthquake happens. Hell of earthquake. Yeah. I yes. get really like I get really stressed about him not saving the tea. You know, because he like <laughs> he reaches for the cup and it starts to shake, but then he like he just pauses <laughs> yeah, totally. and then he like. Pulls his hand away and just like lets everything fall to shit. I'm like, well, you could have just picked up that teacup. He really could have. He just stood there and watched that teacup right? fall to the floor. Like yeah. everything, like that yeah. has liquid in it. I like, I would be happy with everything crumbling, but the tea. Is He's got liquid. bigger fish at this time though. Bigger fish, bigger fish to fry <laughs> than his cup of tea. The whole library's falling apart. Yeah. Like. I mean, nothing else in the library is wet, you know. <laughs> 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 that's right. true that's that just is where true. i'm at that's where i'm at with the cleanup efforts though. must start with the tea um mm, mm, mm. i find i find that um him reading the latin prophecy quite comical <laughs> absolutely oh, i mean it's charles ridiculous. in his reading voice i him love it the latin and then be like the master i just really enjoy giles's reading aloud voice yeah he yeah. just like I has also, always had this like tone to his voice yeah. when he reads aloud i also quite liked that angle on that like space in the library that we got we don't often get that room i think that's why no, i didn't recognize the office, it office yeah, yeah. That's why i thought he's, back he's at home yeah. oh, poor yeah. god does he have a home does he live in the I library i quite like his home he does have a home mm. okay maybe you'll get to see it i hope so you never know. Maybe. I do plan on watching every episode. So I, do hope <laughs> I don't miss it. I hope I don't miss it. Well, then can you miss it? <laughs> um, so, yeah, during the earthquake, Xander does one of the only useful things he's ever done. Yeah. This season, pulling Willow under the stairs with him. Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, those pull doorways. Into, into doorways. I thought it was a doorway. Well, I didn't wait, stair. pull them into a doorway. Yeah, no, yeah. In, in, in an, an earthquake, earthquake, you should you. stand under a doorway because oh, it's the most the structurally sound yeah. part of yeah, the house. Yeah, under a stairwell makes sense. Yeah. 
It'd be as structurally sound, I would have said. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm... I, and it would stop an things from, like, just, falling on you. Because you would need to have, um, you know, carpenters come at me on this guy, but you'd need to have, like, a really strong structure in order to hold people's weight going up and down the set of stairs. So I feel like that would be one of the sure. strongest structures in a place. Look, I already got my own earthquake sort of set up. If there's ever an earthquake, I'm just going to stand in the windows. That's what you do, right? Stand in the windows. Yeah. You can wave to help. Um, yeah. Wait, really? No, that's <laughs> the one thing you don't do. No, I just I don't want to be spreading. I thought I, I, I was thought literally that was like about really... to say so. Ja, so so Chris is going to be the first one to die. When yeah. Uh, okay. Oh my god. That I was wasn't amazing. sure if that you joke did that was... so well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was try- I was gonna get sorry. you. I was gonna like yeah. 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 Oh, I, I didn't wink. Like, I was wings. like, that seems dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Um. So yeah. So we cut from. From the stairs, from the bronze to the master. I, I just I just really need to shout out to Mark Metcalf here. He is truly incredible. How does he manage to make the most over-the-top lines actually play in a scene? Did, I mean, he's all just like with his hands in the air. It's happening. I got a <laughs> shake earth. <laughs> I got a real strong vibe that scene. Yeah. And I, all I could think about was those old Power Rangers villains. <laughs> they were so over the top. Oh, and he's like, yes! very good. And, oh my god. Yeah. And always with the earthquakes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, totally. Big good pickup. Good pickup. One hundred percent. How freaky those villains. Oh yeah. my god. Man, oh my god. Power Rangers, Rangers, man, mm. they are an unsung hero. Same high kicks as well. Actually, Buffy and Power Rangers is very similar. Mm. You're absolutely right. There Let's is a about. definite I'm connection. I'm going to write an essay about it, guys. I think you should. So, guys, we watched this episode together because obviously Chris has never seen it before because he's never seen any of Buffy. No. And I just want to say how how pleased I was that he put his pen down and stared directly at the screen for the entire credits scene, genuinely enjoying it. Oh, yeah, I guess you really I did. did. You were just yeah. like, I'm going to watch the credits now. Well, it's the last one we're going to see them right because they're gonna change they will probably change yeah yeah probably you can tell me that no i think i'm I'm, my probably was that i'm pretty sure that in the next like the first episode they'll definitely be different yeah 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 Yeah, Yeah, they'll have scenes from season two yeah so if you look closely you might get some spoiler podcast hashtag oh my god i'm so excited for season two (laughs) me too it's spoiler alert I'm pretty sure it's my favorite. <gasps> really? Really? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, I, I, yeah. I might change my mind because so far yeah. this rewatch, I have been changing my mind a lot about things and mm. loving things way more than I did. So I might change my mind as we go along. But at this point in the time, in the time, this is <laughs> season two is my favorite season. We haven't really spoken about this. Where does season one sit with you guys now that we've completed it? Oh, it's higher than it was. Really? Yeah. It was never the worst. Never the worst. Okay. Because there's a clear worst. <laughs> in my opinion. Which for you? Well, I think you can say that. Yeah, I think you can say it. Season four. Yeah, see, worse. some people that is, and but I used to think season four, but yeah. not so much anymore. That's yeah. so funny because okay, so um, since I've started this podcast, uh, old friends and stuff have come yeah. up to me and started talking to me about Buffy. Great, you know, mm. they, they never knew when I never knew they were into Buffy and blah blah blah, and. Um, what they always say is, oh, see, what we're up to right now? I'm like, oh, about season one. I'm like, oh, yeah, season one, two, they're, you know, pretty slow. Season four is where it picks up. What? That's what I keep hearing. What? That's what I've heard a few times. No, no, I'm sorry, I think season no. two is where it picks yes, up for sure. Same. Season two is where it's at. Look, yeah. I mean, we're still going to get some dodgy a... episodes. I'm not going to pretend like there's not going to be dodgy episodes mm. in season two, but overall, this is where the characters really find their. 
you know, find that group. Maybe I need to listen more in when I have conversations with people. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. <laughs> no, I can't I'm imagine sure anyone said, would though. say that. I think I've heard that too. Maybe they just don't remember properly. Maybe they, they're in their Possibly. mind. They're thinking yeah. season five Well, if any of them are listening and you're going to do a rewatch along with us as you listen, be prepared to be wrong. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brutal. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I really enjoyed you enjoying the credit scene. Yeah, <laughs> Chris. Yeah, that was um, we we come back to uh, another shade of Giles. Um, you know, hungover Giles, <laughs> hungover sleep deprived Giles. Right? Amazing. Untucked as fuck, man. <laughs> but he's also just like very stressed about the prophecy. Oh well, he thinks Buffy's gonna die. His hair is schnuffed. That's right. New word of the day. Schnuffed. Schnuffed. Well, he thinks Buffy's gonna die. I'd be stressed out too. I know, yeah, I know. And when she's all like, "I have to go, go face my fate," and he's like, "What? What?" <laughs> oh, yeah. Biology. Like biology. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, some great lines in this bit. Giles, care. Yeah. I broke a nail. I'm wearing a press on. Yeah. <laughs> Casual interest, please. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. God bless him. God Giles' bless him. concern throughout the episode is just really uh, sweet and like you feel you feel it, you know? I have like I, so many feelings. I just I feel for him. Yeah. He's going through so much. Oh. While I think of it, while they're talking about how boring biology was, they mm. when they were walking <laughs> When they're walking out of the class, yeah, the the Willow, Xander, Buffy just yeah. have this quick little exchange of just how boring it was in there. Yeah. And I swear to God, I've, I've word for word had that exchange. <laughs> so, it was so realistic, just just that you're coming out of a class, and just thinking, "Fuck, God, that was awful." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're leaving biology, and I love uh, Willow's line where she's like, um, "Hey, I'm not, I'm not embarrassed. Nerds are in." Wait, nerds are still in, right? And I'm just like, yes, and they're still in. Oh, I don't know. 21 years later. What do you mean you nerds don't know? Are so nerds, nerds are dude. definitely what are you in. About? Are you crazy? The you fact- know what's killed, what's killed nerddom? What? Big Bang Theory. Oh. Big Bang Theory oh. is the stake in the heart of nerddom. What? actually watches Big Bang Theory. Every, it's the so most popular people. show on Everybody TV. Everybody watches what? Big Bang Theory. Who yeah. actually literally watches We're starting a Big Bang Theory most... podcast after Buffy's done. Who actually watches Ugh. TV? <laughs> so, fucking so many people. Seriously. Uh, every so middle-aged many. white person in Australia yeah, watches Big Bang Theory. It's one of those <laughs> like, illegally downloaded shows on, on the internet. What? Well. It's huge. Huh. It's dude. so yeah. bad. Bigger than Game it's of Thrones? Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. It was a trivia question we did last week. It's like the sixth. Wait, most do you trend. like, like Bing Bang Theory? No. Okay. No, no, that's why. It's killed that. It's really, impo- really popular. I am. Nerds are in though. Yeah, nerds are still in. Nerds are hundred percent in. I still don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, think I don't Big Bang Theory about. has killed nerds. I just think that Big Bang Theory killed Big Bang Theory. <laughs> do you know how well I go on dates when I talk about maths? <laughs> really Wait, <well>. what? <laughs> really? Yeah. I've been like, people love it when you talk about. Yeah, Maths. that's cool. Yeah, nerds are in. Yeah, I feel like I'm in one of those classes I was talking about. Just <laughs> 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 talking about talking about math. So anyway, okay. So let's just skip ahead to watching Xander's awkward oh. Buffy conversation. Xander asks Buffy out, and it's all painful to watch. Right? I don't know. I was. It's a really interesting scene. Okay. I just it just makes no sense to me how they handle Xander sometimes. Mm. Was he supposed to be sympathetic in this scene? I really don't know. I don't and know like I know a lot of it's aged badly because of yeah. male female interactions and whatever, but I, d- I do not know. I don't know what they think about his character and how they want to handle it and how they want him to be perceived. 
It's absolutely insane. He just sometimes. seems like a really emotionally irrational person, right? Like nothing, like none yeah. of his actions or words seem to like make any sense in uh, terms like, of like what expectations he possibly could have had yeah. or like his friendship with Buffy. Like none of it makes. It just seems like a really like heightened emotional teenager where he's like not thinking through any of his actions or words. Yeah. And then Moody afterwards, like, you knew the answer beforehand. Yeah, exactly. You know? The whole thing just, and the way that he, like, he, he practices so much and he's trying to be considerate towards Buffy, but then when he actually executes on her, he, like, kind of stops being considerate towards Buffy yeah. and then kind of half apologizes, but is just, like, really upset with her. Mm. I don't think he knows what's going on. I don't think they were trying to represent him as sympathetic as such, but it was just a representation of how they represented teenage males on TV at that time. Like, yeah. <clears throat> this whole idea of... I have, I have a lot of feelings <laughs> in this moment because mm. I I have a lot of feelings for a lot of reasons. I feel like as a single woman in, you know, 2018, guys don't approach women anymore as a rule, right? They feel like we live in this world now where they're, it, it, there's, it's, it, there's a bit of a stigma about approaching women, right, because of some very important things like there's a lot of rhetoric around the fact that women don't want unwanted attention, which is absolutely true and should not change but you are still allowed to go up and ask somebody out right you can still go up and say to someone hey can I buy you a drink or hey you know I'd like to take you on a date the important part here is that you don't respond the way Xander did the important part is that if someone says no thank you you say okay and that's how you respond to that it's okay to ask someone it's okay for him to ask her But not the way he did it. Not the way he did it. He made it this big, massive deal, like it was going to be a big deal if she said no. So already she's feeling uncomfortable in that moment. You can see, obviously it's acting, but the way he went about it was to make it this massive, big deal. So already she's on edge and she's wondering what this is going to be about. She knows that he likes him and she makes it into this he makes it into this massive deal that she already is going to feel awkward about saying no to because he's made it this thing that it's going to be hard to say no to. And then when she does say no, he reacts so badly. It's just this, I I just, oh yeah, I, I have massive problems with this moment because I just feel like it's, it's a lot of what's still wrong and still happening and what I see happening, you know, like a guy tries to buy you a drink in a bar and you say no and they react really strongly and badly and it makes a woman feel like she shouldn't say no and can't say no and it makes the man feel like he doesn't want to approach the woman because she doesn't want unwanted attention and that like you know there's just this it just creates this massive vicious cycle yeah i mean i think when i was watching this scene i think it's like it's partially like it's dated badly aged badly um and i think it's like it's a hard it's a hard dialogue to write you know mm. um of a you know xander asking out buffy and then getting rejected and ha- having it be emotional and him be upset it's hard to write that well because when you look at it there's the, there's no real reason for him to feel bad about it you no. know like you said like any normal interaction like he he kind of already had realistically he should have already had his expectations set mm. he should have put yeah. himself out there and then been like when she said no like mm. you know reacted more like buff willow wanted him to yeah. where like at least you know now and then just you know moved and on actually i mean yeah. okay with him having feelings about it and yeah. being upset but not to her like he doesn't get to just respond to her with like his disgusting line of i guess a guy's got to be undead to make time with you yeah and making her a villain in that moment he's allowed to be upset and he can go away and process that 
that feeling and be upset about the fact that she said no because he's been harboring this like little light that maybe she did want him and she just mm. hadn't like like made it clear to him yet. That's okay, but not the way he did it. Yeah, he's a mood little prick. I mean, this is yeah. news. Yeah, so no, yeah, I know. He's yeah. still. He's I feel like that's why exactly it was like just a hard thing else. to write yeah. well because I think they wanted to make it a big deal, but mm. like there's no dialogue that can make it a big deal because it just comes out as him being a jerk. Like there's nothing yeah. that yeah. there's there's no big reaction that he could have yeah. justifiably had in that scene. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they were trying to go for an emotional moment. And all it came off as was that Xander's a jackass. Well, yeah, because I think it like he just didn't have any backing for that emotional response, but yeah. they wanted it in there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. Yep. 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 So then Jenny looks in on Giles, and I'm sorry, I think that I might be crushing on Jenny. Who doesn't crush like on Jenny? Jenny. What? Yeah. You don't like Jenny? She's the awkward stepmom of the group. What? She really belongs. Oh, my oh my God. She tries to, and like, feels like she does, but she, she doesn't. Is... She's not, no. You're not in the group, She's Jenny. She's got this, like, raw sexuality. I am yeah. into oh my God. it. It's, not ju- in the group. it's just because Chris is team Willow, and Willow is all like, when did she yeah. join the club? Yeah. That's why. Willow's got bad well, feelings, so he's all like, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you, Willow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when did you join the club? <laughs> Fair question, Willow. She's she's, jo- uh, she's in the process. Okay, no. be more welcoming. No. Gee, I hope she doesn't come back. She'll I come get back. the good feelings when I look at her. The no. good feelings. You're creep. I like that. I like, <laughs> I like that she calls Giles Rupert, and I like that he has another adult friend. I do too, and oh, I just like her sassiness. Like she's just so sassy. You're oh, a real a, mum, Jenny. Oh, she's, no. she's a mega babe. Yeah, she's a mega babe. Yeah. Yep, mm. I'm, I'm feeling it. Remember that corkscrew earring? I still don't know where that goes. Where does it go? Where does it go? Is anyone else getting like some Ghostbuster vibes from this end of the world stuff? You know, baby born with the eyes inward, cat giving birth to a snake, the blood yeah. through the faucet later on. I just like at a real like, you know, towards the end of the first movie, the first Ghostbusters movie, when it's all like, you yeah. know, shit happening everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, okay, good. Oh. Yeah. Why do you know your eyes are born inward? That's how weird. That would, I don't even know how that would work. No. How does yeah. he know? Well. There's no light. You would be seeing blackness. How do you know? Well, obviously, they're not reporting the fact that their eyes are born inward like because they're, they're babies. babies. <laughs> so the, the doctors have <laughs> probably done some tests. They're just born with no eyes? <laughs> well, I'm imagining that eyeballs were there, but that they were just turned inward. Yeah. Does that happen? In real no. life, I don't know. Well, no way. Well, no, because I, I was feel like, like it could. I was, I was thinking about this in the episode. Like, obviously, the lake boiling and the cat giving birth to snakes is very apocalyptic. Yeah. I was like, the eyeballs being born inwards. I was like, maybe that's just a deformity. You know? No, there's no uh, way. What do you mean? There's no way. It's weird and dumb. I think you'd be born without eyes. Weird things happen when you're going around the. Not twist. ever. <laughs> that's the second time that's happened on this podcast. <laughs> Oh, and you know why else she's the stepmom? <laughs> why? No, hear me out. She starts talking about like, oh, I got this email from this monk the other day, and it's telling me, <laughs> telling me all about you know all these things going the, wrong. The global emailing, you mean? Yeah, the global emailing from this monk. It's spam. It's spam. <laughs> it's Nigerian no. prince. It's this monk talking about the end of the world. No, she's a tech pagan. It's a bloody. It's bloody spam. She doesn't know how to work her emails. <laughs> Get off there, Jenny. They know that she's in with the occult. Block it. Block it, Jenny. Delete him. <laughs> Get off there, stepmom. Oh, my God. Well, she needed to talk about him, though, because he's talking about the anointed one. So Yeah, you know, which they, that they remind, thought Buffy killed Charles him. Realized fucking cares about the anointed one. It doesn't matter. It really, it really does. Oh, doesn't. so the kid's the anointed one, right? Yeah. Does yeah. he come back after this episode? Because he's not killed. He's not killed this episode. <gasps> 
Oh, <laughs> oh, I don't even know anymore. I hope he doesn't. Sure. He is pretty awful. He's right? so annoying. He is so annoying. He wouldn't be annoying if they gave him something to do. I know. But or like some so purpose in life. Yeah. Like, 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 kill him. All you know? he literally does is sit there as a sounding board for the master. Do you know why he's there? Yeah. Just so, so that, that master we can hear the master talk. Yeah. 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 So that he has someone to talk to instead of just a rock. Because honestly, where the fuck is any of the master's pack now? There is no one else down there with him anymore. Yeah. It is just I mean, the anointed Luke one. Luke died, Dala died, Jesse died. No one else wants to go down there. Yeah, bad Fair juju. enough. Bad I mean, juju. killed for sure. Yeah. So, speaking of Kevin, mm. what's with his line where he's like, usually I'm as mean as a snake? <laughs> oh, my God. That was super weird. So, I thought like, Buffy isn't the best at hinting at things sometimes. Like, maybe it's like sometimes they try to hint at something and make yeah. it yeah. completely obvious. Yeah. And so, I, I thought that's what they were doing here. But he was going to be like a... Oh, like some, a he was going to turn into a some snake. Some fucking snake, man, or some shit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like it could happen on Buffy, quite but frankly. Oh well, yeah. But I really liked in that scene how he says that, and Cordelia does the really appropriate response of not saying anything. It's like, <laughs> what do I say to that? Yeah. <laughs> that was so I thought that was going to gonna be a thing. It definitely was not. <laughs> I mean, no maybe he man. comes back in season two. He's not. He's oh. not going to. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead, guys. I mean, he got bitten by a vampire. Maybe he runs oh, and becomes a snake right. vampire. Maybe. Maybe. Spoiler alert, no. Is that what season not, four sucks? He does just not. snake vampires. <laughs> Kevin the snake vampire returns in season four. Kevin the anointed one joins He's got like a forked tongue that like oh, yeah. out all the time between his like vamped teeth. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody draw that, please. Mabel, can you draw that for us? Yeah. <laughs> snake vampire. Mural? Yeah. So then we get the controversial scene where Cordy asks Willow to help her with the sound system. Just saying. Oh. Controversial. Willow, oh, yeah, tell me. yeah, controversial because she definitely can't. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, and then Willow is distracted because Xander is throwing a ball against a blackboard looking despondent in a classroom. Yes. So she goes to check on him. I like this scene. Do you? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I yeah. like I like Willow in this It's scene. nice. She yeah. stands yeah. up for herself. Nice. Yeah, I've written yeah. here, Willow saying no to Xander. Yes! Yeah, yeah. I, I was really worried she'd just say yes. Oh, yeah, because. finally. Um, and and she's just, just how, like... Deliberate she is about her answer. She's yep. instantly says no, of like no way. You should know better. Yeah, I like that line too because I like that she's acknowledging in this moment that she knows that he knows how she feels. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. She had no consolation prize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just feel nothing but immense satisfaction in this moment. Just watching Xander get retracted again. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know if the writers thought through well enough for Xander's character. Like, I don't know if they thought about it and whether, like, Nicholas Brendan was aware of it in his mm. character enough. Like, after that episode, The Pack, the fact that, you know, he acknowledged in that episode mm. Willow's feelings mm. and we know that he remembers everything. Mm. And so that's us. Like, the, we, we as the know. audience, we know that Xander knows about Willow's mm. feelings and then still have to watch him kind of, like, be insensitive towards her and disregard mm. her feelings. I don't know if the writers and, like, Nicholas Brendan have taken that into account. Sure. I feel like you've mentioned before, though, that one of the things you do when you know someone likes you and you're not into them is to constantly bring up someone else that you're into as a subtle yeah. way of yeah. like, but he's like but asking them it. to the prom yeah. as like as your consolation prize. That's not something I do when I know someone but likes me. Yeah. I think Xander would. I honestly think he would. He's oh. not. He just isn't emotionally and like, intelligent and enough practicing to practicing asking someone else that to mm-hmm. the person that like. I would also just yeah. Bad do form. that. And because I feel like in that moment when she says you should know better, they call back to the fact that he does know. Yeah. You know, he does know. So yeah. he should know better than to ask her because, yeah. you know, it is going to be painful for her to go with him as the consolation prize. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Buffy walks in. 
and she's angel. And her she face lights so up, her, her little mouth smile. How are you guys making this about Angel? <laughs> this scene is not about her seeing Angel again. We're going to catch that. I knew this would happen. <laughs> I knew this would happen as soon as I saw him. She hasn't seen him in so long. She hasn't seen him in longer than like we haven't seen Angel. Just we saw Angel when like Buffy still didn't see Angel. It's been a while. Yeah, but her face. And then she hears that she's going to die. Yes. I know. Angel is so sweet. And then she hears that she's going to die. Yes. I acknowledge that that's the important part of the episode. And I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. Most emotional scene of the season, I reckon. Pulls at your heartstrings. Yeah, I was getting teary. And I said this the other week it. that Sarah Michelle Gellar is getting better and better every mm-hmm. episode. Oh, yeah. Whoa, uh, uh, she, she brought it. The big guns on this yeah. one. Oh, yeah. She, she killed it. it. Yeah. Throwing that book, yeah. Tell Me My Fortune. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> Don't want to die, man. She's only 16. Oh. She didn't choose this life, Giles. Yeah. <laughs> but Giles' face as well, where yeah, like, he, he, he doesn't, and he's like, Mm, that's like it's a very like dad Giles face it's where he's like I don't want to send my little baby girl slayer. I'm, yeah. I'm actually getting teary while we talk. Oh, you are. It's embarrassing. They've got a really nice chemistry <laughs> the two of them. Oh, there's, there's, they're perfect. Like the two actors could it could feel really creepy whenever they interact, but it's yeah, not. Yeah, but it doesn't. No. It's, really or it's very much a father daughter vibe. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. never totally. been anything but that. Yeah, so totally. I know. Yeah. I just she's she's exquisite in this moment. You know, like when she does the. When she stops for a second and she's like, Jesus, stop laughing at me. I can already hear the, like, the podcast moment. <laughs> the music. <laughs> the podcast moment music in this moment. It's true, though, you know, when she's like, do you think it'll hurt? You know, when she says that and it's just so vulnerable and... <sighs> Those tears just dripping ah, down her face. I know. Yeah. It's a and, like, she doesn't moment. even want Angel to touch her. Like, I just feel like this is you very much me. her, like, she is a 16-year-old girl who's just found out that she's destined to die tomorrow. Yeah. And... Yeah, so she it's, it's an incredible thing. As she, she does should. Well. She does it so beautifully. It's yeah, it's a really, really powerful, powerful mm. moment. Sarah Michelle Gellar brings it, and it's sensational. I loved it. Didn't need the Xander scene in between this one and the one where Buffy's looking at the photos. We quickly cut to a Xander moment where he's like listening to Willow, music. Yeah, 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 and Willow oh. and Willow calls him. I just don't think we needed it. I really don't. Uh, I would have liked to have gone straight from this scene to Buffy looking I at think, photos. Yeah, I think that's again them trying like they're trying to make a big deal out of Xander's rejection. Pain. Rejection. But uh, Nobody cares about you, Xander. Yeah. Look, let him be upset. He's allowed to be upset. Let him be upset. Yeah, he can right. be, you know, let's give him this one. He's, He's allowed. allowed to be upset. I just didn't I didn't think it fit between what we just watched that moment and then it would have been I actually think there would have been more emotional pain if we'd gone straight from her walking out of the library to being at home looking at those photos cuz that cuz I instantly got back into the emotional moment, but I feel like I was jolted out of it for a second. I guess time's passed and you've got it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. Yeah, could have definitely gone straight to the moment, um, the emotional moment of Bucky looking at Love, love Mama Joyce. Mama Joyce. Mama Joyce. Mama Joyce thinking she knows what's up. Oh yep. my God. I, I know. I, I know what's going on. I, I mean, I just every time I just love all these scenes with Joyce where she's just doing the mum thing and she's completely oblivious to all of the Slayer crap that's going on and it like doesn't even matter and she just does the mum thing anyway and it's still so right. Like yes. it's, she says, she says something that's completely off base. She's like, oh, and you like not the right person else you're at. You know, I, I do sometimes know what you're thinking and it's like, of course she doesn't, but it's still mm. so right. She's just being the mum. And obviously to Buffy, it doesn't even matter what she's saying. She just likes. Joyce is so cool and understanding and stuff. Mm. Why not just tell her? You know? Mm. I, I tell my mum for sure. Yeah. She listens. Hey, mum, I'll tell you if I was a slayer. <laughs> you know, why not? I guess. Um, I mean, so obviously in the plot, you know, she can't really. Yeah. Yeah. 
and she put her that beautiful dress. And then she just tries to convince mm. Buffy to go stag to the dance because yeah, you know, she be a strong did. woman and go. You just never know what could happen. I love that scene. Yeah, yeah. I also I think her lines are hilarious. Like she already walks in, and she's like, "You must be full from almost eating that bite of dinner." <laughs> great line. And then just about affording the dress as well. She's like, "The way you've been eating, we can, we can afford, afford it." it. That yeah. was a great line. Like, yeah. It's funny stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, cut to the school. Cordy is walking with Willow. Hey, man, if I was going to die, I'd be okay dying watching cartoons. You know? <laughs> and that's the way to go. Don't watch the uh, It's a pretty, um, it's a pretty, uh, that, that imagery of the, the bloody hand mm. in front of the, the cartoons playing. Yeah. It's quite epic. It's yeah. quite well yeah. done. Well, especially, yeah. like, I think, because you see, you, see you see the back of their heads and yeah. you're like, oh, they're watching cartoons. And as soon as you get that front shot of them sitting mm. on the couch and you can still see, like, Cordelia and Willow through the window and they still don't know yet because they haven't opened the door, mm. but you just see the sort of massacre scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is pretty intense. Pretty it is pretty on. intense. So, yeah, so Cordy walks in on the squeeze of the week who's not lasting because he's dead. Bye. Kevin Bye, is Kevin. dead, dead, dead. And at this no, point... Don't, don't. Is it? Don't. I would like to... <gasps> don't. Name that minor character of the I'm sorry, it was slim pickings this week. Mitch wasn't a minor character. <laughs> what happened to Mitch? What does Kevin have that Mitch didn't? Yeah. Well, let's find out. Yeah, well, <laughs> we, I think we will. <laughs> so, Kevin Benedict... Cordelia Chase dated Kevin, but unlike many of her other relationships, Cordy and Kevin seem to genuinely care for each other. She actually liked this one until he's found in a lounge eaten by vampires. I just was reading this off something and it said before the prom, but I read it as before the porn and I was really confused as to what was going on. Four dudes hanging in a room by themselves. (laughs) (laughs) So their deaths really affected Cordy and Willow emotionally. Um, Kevin's last name is revealed in the Sunnydale yearbook, Kevin Benedict. Um, He was portrayed by Scott Gurney. Scott Gurney. Gurney. Now, Scott's done a bit of acting. He was in um, he was in the TV series Unhappily Ever After. He's been in Seventh Heaven, Beverly Hills. He was in Clueless, Hunk <gasps> Number Two. Oh. The TV series, not the movie. Sorry. Was Hunk Number Sorry. One Still Mitch? Good. Still good. Yeah, probably. I hope so. <laughs> Um, he was also in Baywatch. He was Petty oh Officer God. Nick Montgomery for <laughs> quite a five or six episodes of Baywatch. Um, he was in Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. He played Zach, college recruiter, in two episodes. Okay. Um, but he's more well known for his producing efforts. He's really? actually a producer. Oh. And he's one of, one of the things he's most famous for is producing something called Duck Dynasty. Which is, yes. Oh my god, you know this? Of course I do. I didn't because I didn't follows Duck Dynasty. It's it's like keeping up with the Kardashians for for hillbillies, basically. Follows a wealthy Louisiana family known for their successful duck hunting business. It's a massive, <laughs> massive show. It's like this like that swamp show, but for, for duck hunting. Yeah. That, what there's, swamp show? There's all these dudes with oh. huge bushy beards. <laughs> yeah, look at this photo. <laughs> Duck Dynasty. I will share a photo of it's, Duck Dynasty on Twitter. He produces you guys. Duck Dynasty. He is the executive How producer insane. for Duck Dynasty. This is. I'm actually very impressed because it's a cool show. <laughs> Are you now okay with Kevin? <laughs> yeah. Does this make you feel differently about Kevin or? Well, Mitch is probably directing it. <laughs> 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 Mitch is doing something else cool. You know? <laughs> 
And we know about that if Mitch yeah. was also a minor character. Yeah, Mitch, Mitch probably produces like Storage Wars or something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Look, I mean, he's done a lot of producing. He's done Naked Vegas. He's done Auction Hunters. Oh, um, wow. American Guns. Hollywood History Treasure. Channel. So History he's, Channel. He's History definitely Channel. he's definitely a reality TVist. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. God bless him. So there you go, Scott Gurney. Shout Gurney. out to you. Oh, the yeah, I love it. The Duck Dynasty man. Damn right. That brings us to a close on this week's minor character. <laughs> I love how excited <laughs> you guys get by the minor character. <laughs> <laughs> makes me happy. <laughs> um, so then we cut to Willow. Bringing the emotional pain. I like to think that they sat down for like a table read, yeah. and um, like so Alison Hannigan noticed that that Buffy got this really emotional scene. She's like, "I want one too. I'm be- <laughs> I better be getting one too." Talk Shotgun for agent. Scene. I'm getting an emotional. So I want to cry, bitch. Come on, I can do it. Like, you're better than me. It's so funny because I do feel like Willow's character, and I mean, one of the reasons this is possible because Alison Hannigan is incredible mm-hmm. at this sort of acting, which is so funny because she's gone on to mostly do comedy work. She, I, she obviously prefers comedy work, but she is so good at these emotional moments. And I feel like, you know, it's such a great way to bring Buffy back to the importance of what she's fighting for, you know. that's. Yeah. I feel like they, they use Willow in this moment to kind of like – remind Buffy of why she fights because she's quit, you know. Yeah. Last scene, she's quit. She's done, you know. Were Definitely. you not paying attention, you know, yeah. as she says to Angel? Yeah. Um, and yet Willow, in her in her pain and, you know, talking about how they'd made the world hers and, you know, this moment, that is when Buffy remembers why she does this. It's why she yeah. fights. It's why she continues to get up and why she won't quit. And I just, this moment for me is pretty incredible. I'm sorry, I know I've already had my wax lyrical moment, but I just, I... I can't imagine. I I honestly can't imagine what it must feel like. She's 16 and she decides to fight even though she knows she's going to die. Holy crap. What an incredible character. I I'm I'm you know, I mean this girl was my role model and I I guess I'm watching this for the first time as a critic in my life. And I know you're watching it for the first time, but yeah. this is the first time I've watched it as a critic and Going back and looking at it now and knowing that this girl was my role model, I just, wow, she's she's an exceptional character, Buffy. She really is. I just, she literally walks into the mouth of death to save her friends and to save the world because she knows that it's important and she knows she's the only one that can do it. And she's pretty special. And I know you guys are just like letting, letting me have my moment So right do you now like this show? I like this show. I like, I, I, um, let's move on. <laughs> I was going to say some stuff, but it was going to make me cry. So let's just move on. But yeah, no, I really like that scene and I always see it the exact same way. Like they, they really, I think as well, I really like, uh, am I have, do I have a sentence to say? Um, you know, I really like in particular how Buffy's there to comfort her friend Willow and Willow's really upset and shaken up about the incident. And Buffy keeps saying this thing, like it's all that matters is that you're right. Or, and, and Willow just... Like she says, like how can I say this so that you understand? Like mm. she's very, she's very much trying to communicate something. Like it's not just a regular shaken up. It's like she wants to communicate vibes. to Buffy that it's like it's not enough that she's safe. It wasn't mm. that she was afraid of her life, um, but you know, it's like she said, um, it was different. The space looked like it was theirs all of a sudden, and that's very much the cue mm. for Buffy to realize what it means for her to let the master rise. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I am gonna say something because. Because this, this for me describes why I love this show so much. Like, I've actually been having a really tough month 
Um, I've had a few things that have not been great and I've been struggling. And I, this, this show and this girl who decides to fight anyway, decides to get up every day and continue fighting is one of the reasons I get up every day and continue fighting. So that is what this show means to me and has meant to me over the years and continues to mean to me. So let's move on now because I'm really, really crying. But anyway, that's, that's, that's why this show is great because it continues to remind me to find my strength every day and continue to fight. And that's why I love this show. And then I love Jenny in the next scene. I love Jenny in the next scene saying that the part she doesn't get though is how Buffy the vamp- is the vampire slayer because she's so little. No, <laughs> uh, sorry. We need a little uh, counter in the bottom corner. How many times you've cried on the show? <laughs> Ooh, cry yeah. count, crimp cry, count, cry count, cry count, cry count. Right. Cry count. Right. It's got everything. Tears. We love uh, counting. Yeah, yeah. We do like to count on the show. Well, you know, I mean, we we follow your lead on the maths thing, so. <laughs> Counting is a very uh. small part of maths. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Anyway, moving on. Jenny in the in the library. I enjoy this moment. <laughs> Buffy is small. She is tiny. Giles rolls up his sleeves, says, God damn it, I'm doing it myself. Yep. Oh, oh my god, yeah, and he's like, he's fuck. got all his weapons out. Dad Giles at his max. Again. At his max. <laughs> Dad like, Giles. Fuck it, I'll do it. Yep. I'll Dad do it. Giles is at it again. Buffy's not going to face the master. I am. Yeah. I love it. I yeah, love it. I love it. I love it. And I love that she gets to walk in on him saying that. You know, mm. she gets to see him fighting for her even when she's not there. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But by then she's already like, she's all psyched up again. She's back to like mature beyond her years Buffy. Back to Slayer Buffy. Yeah. Back to yeah. Gonna kick fulfill ass. my prophetic duty Buffy. Um, and she's just ready to do what it takes. Yeah. And so he, she punches him. So he can't <laughs> help. Um... <laughs> Quick question. Uh-huh. Again, it's, it's the 12th episode of Buffy I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, you know, I don't know a lot about this show. But couldn't it help if they both went and fought him together? Oh. Wouldn't that be, like, really good and helpful? And they could do it together as a team and then definitely fight him? Yeah. Why does why'd she have to punch him? Yeah, you're right. She wants to keep him safe. Also, Yeah, I'm- that's totally it. That's totally <laughs> it. Yeah, she does. She does. Yeah. It's totally it. Yeah. And I think she doesn't, she's never seen him fight. Yeah, like so she doesn't know what he's Well, she has. That's, that's not true. She well, has seen him sparred, like, sparred, Yeah, they've sparred. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why. Yeah, maybe that's why. Exactly. Remember when she wanted the crossbow? And <laughs> he's like, you have to face me first with the quarter inch, the three, what's the quarter, quarter staff? Quarter staff, yeah. yes. She's like, all right, yes. all right, uh, all right, John, put, you, put your cricket pads on, let's go. Also, I really, her line here where she's like, when he wakes up, tell him, I don't know, think of something cool and tell him I said it. I just think it's a really dumb line. I like it. Do you like yeah. it? Yeah. Oh. I feel like that's that's very much something I would say. Okay. <laughs> I, cool. I think cool. Uh, it would be a dumb line, but there's enough cool lines in this <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God. So that, you're allowed to have that. that God. Time. I wrote I, so many cool lines. I down. like always the – I feel like, again, in, in, if I were in Buffy's situation, I would say something like – I like the realism of it. Like, you know, you're going off – to fight to die your 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 you know the prophecy says you're going to die and that's the moment where you should like say something really cool 
And it's really hard to think of cool shit to say. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. That's like, actually, yeah. That's and cool. I just like that she can't actually think of anything because I feel like that is realistic. In those big moments, you can't actually think of anything cool to say. That's true. That's <laughs> so true. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. And so I love that line because uh, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Just tell him something. I'm dying, so you better make it cool, but tell him something. Yeah. 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 Then uh, the anointed gets his moment in the sun. <laughs> Can I just say, thank God that Buffy knew what what the what was, right? Because if he'd had to act <laughs> to get her to come to get her to come with him, it just wouldn't have worked. Help me, he says at the beginning, and it's just like, wow, like. Is it is it Colin that's a bad actor or was the actor the bad actor? I can't decide. I also I just decide. love how like Buffy is almost as you know unimpressed as you are. She's just like, it's okay. I know who you are. Please don't protect. Drop the act. For it's your not working. Line. So Buffy in that moment was every person I every every shop person that ever um, encountered me when I was living in Italy. Yeah. And I would walk in and I'd try to do Italian and they'd just like be like, let's talk in English. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for trying, but yes. it's really not working. Yeah, Let's yeah. just go where we got to go. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. <laughs> uh, and the kid holds her hand and takes her over there. Why not just shoot the kid now? Yeah, Kill right? The wolf oh, my God. I don't know. Why is he know, still alive? It'd be a weird thing to, to Slit just... his throat, please. Whoa! <laughs> He's a vampire, Megan. What I was about to say was I feel like it would be a weird experience to have to kill a boy, even if he was a vampire. That would still be like that would have to take her to a dark place. Um, can we take a moment to just acknowledge how unhelpful prophecies are, which again, like the master gets to <laughs> right. like, and I want to like, it's so unhelpful, <sighs> really unhelpful. So unhelpful. Yeah. It's almost like the prophecy was written by a bad guy. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. Like, I guess it is. Cause well, okay. So Aurelius Giles talks about Aurelius having written the prophecy, yeah. right? And the master is part order. of the Order of Aurelius. Yeah. So maybe the Codex is actually like written oh. by a bad guy designed to help bad guys. I, I just, this conversation is out of my it. head. I, is, there, yeah. is there anything else useful in this Codex? No, we never hear from it again. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is the first. I should have done the Codex as my minor character and this I, week. <laughs> <laughs> and I love how, um, how much like how much respect is given to the codex you know like you know when giles and angel are researching yeah and they're like we've looked at all the things it's like some prophets see the dodgy you know you can change them also it's weird because he says buffy has done this countless times what other prophecies has buffy like changed in season one well she technically didn't I, I guess because stopped it was, the harvest she stopped the harvest and then supposedly stopped the anointed one except she but didn't, she didn't. <laughs> Yeah, so the countless times that Buffy's changed prophecies, I think that was a bad line. A bit of hyperbole Um, just for the moment. But yeah, Giles goes on about how, you know, not all prophecies are set in stone. Some of them are dodgy, blah, blah, blah. But he's like, but not the Codex. The Codex is always right. Yeah. Um, But we've never fucking heard. Like, even Giles is like, this is the first time he's read the Codex because it's been gone for fucking years. It's been missing for like hundreds of years. So how the hell would he even know? We can pick at the Codex for a long time. so weird. I thought the Pokédex was like like another thing. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> Weird. Then we get to the scene. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not entertaining that. Let's keep going. Pokédex is from Pokemon. Yeah, oh, I've literally like never ever seen a single episode what? of Pokemon. Okay. Dude, it's it's, bef- it's like I was 15, yeah. 16 when Pokemon came okay, out. So I mean, Pokemon stupid. continues to come out. Like, yeah, but it's it's just like 
Look, it's a, it's official. We'll finish Buffy, then we'll do Big Bang Theory, then Pokemon. Okay, oh, that's the God. order. Do I we'll, have we'll do to it. Do yes, Pokemon? you do. Okay, fine. When's it? Fuck. Yeah. We'll be here for decades. We will be here for decades. Yes. <laughs> Settle in, guys. Mm. <laughs> then we get the in scene. every generation a podcaster is born. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice. Can we talk about the Master's Darth Vader powers for a second? <laughs> yeah. uh, eh, I was okay with it. I, I I'm too dumb to he's know He's like the oldest vampire. I you know? <laughs> where are we at? We're at the part where the Master pulls Buffy to him oh, with yeah. his hypnosis powers, goes to bite her and reveals that if she hadn't come, he wouldn't have been set free. Prophecies are funny like that. Yeah. Uh-oh. Also, don't you, I mean... I. Obviously for the plot development, but um, isn't doesn't it seem unlikely that he would just have a little taste of Slayer blood and not? Oh yeah, not he yeah. Can really, we yeah. He just has a tiny little sip, which is it's it's potent blood. It's Slayer yeah. blood. He gets yeah. all the strength he needs to. And surely he'd take as much of that um, shit as he could. Yeah, drain that sucker dry. This is an absolute pet peeve of mine because they yep. say that Buffy died. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah she drowned. Just, it, I just hate when shows do this. They sort of like half pull the trigger. It's like, oh, she's dead. But she's not. <laughs> With no justification. Or, I, did, I hate it. I think it. she died, just though. Have she the properly died. You know? But she, dr- she died of drowning. So she did actually die. But her heart okay. stopped and she died, but they brought her back to life. Yeah. She mm-hmm. absolutely 100% died. I can guarantee you. And Xander's shitty CPR yes, yeah. somehow managed brought to save her. Because her. she drowned. That's what happened. She drowned. She didn't die from the, the blood she's sucking. She's unconscious. She drowned. Yeah. Bite. And yeah. she drowned. And then drowned because she was face down in the water while she was unconscious. So she drowned. Yeah. yeah. So she did die. They didn't. They didn't. Bullshit. I didn't like it at all. All right. That's kill fair enough. Kill her or don't kill her. You yeah. Know? That's fair enough. I get it. I mean, season one, I feel like they didn't want to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> then don't try to. Then don't say she's dead. Do the prophecy. You know? Do the fucking codex, Chris. What are they going to do? Maybe if it was another prophecy, but not the codex. Not the codex, not the Chris. You can't, you can't, you can't fight against the codex. You can't mess with the codex. Codex. Pokedex. Oh, this is what this feels like. Well, this is what you feel like all the time <laughs> when when there's a reference that you just don't understand. Wow. <laughs> the Pokédex. Barely, barely. Uh, um, um, Buffy taking that breath in after Xander revives oh, her, though God. the shock face on her, like when she's like, <gasps> he wasn't yeah. doing CPR. He was rubbing no, her chest and kissing her. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. And Angel was watching. Because he couldn't do it because Angel has no breath. Apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because vampires uh, have no breath. Yeah. 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 Um, we have to talk about the Masters. Escape. <laughs> we, need to, we need to. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know how to describe it. You were going to let that go? I, <laughs> I felt like we'd just... move past it. Oh, my God. <laughs> he just, like, stabs at the air. Again, kudos to Mark Metcalf because in that moment, all he would have been doing was... I just, I just mimed that. Yeah, <laughs> just for the podcast yeah. people, Audio I just mimed Audio that. Only. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's just let's just set the scene a little for yeah. our listeners, yeah. okay? okay? Go, Mabel. So, so the master raises his hand to the mm-hmm. invisible force field, like he's done so many times in the episode before. True. You, you see the wiggly air. <laughs> the wiggly air, yeah. <laughs> the wiggly air, and then all of a sudden he just does a a, a, a jerky movement. His hand goes through the wiggly air. Uh-huh. It goes like. All of a sudden, Sparkly light color. blue. Like I, I feel like there's a light, yeah, and the whole light, everything's yeah. just there's a bright light, uh-huh. and he seems very triumphant. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the wiggly line is just bright light, and it's broken, and he's happy. Yeah. And it's amazing. 
It's one word for it. Oh, the look of disdain you both gave me when I said that just then. Was yeah. Uh, but he's free. He's, he's the master's free. gone up. Yeah. They kept saying that. He's gone up. Like, it's just a weird way of saying it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, so Alexander and Angel are just going, like, so slowly. And then all of a sudden, Angel's like, oh, we're too late. He's already up. And then they start running towards Buffy. Why weren't you running already? Weren't you already trying to save her? Like, why were you taking your sweet ass time? (laughs) Yeah. She would have been in the water for, like, half an hour. (laughs) Yeah. And then they still revive her. Oh, Oh, yeah. She was not in the water for half an hour. Half an hour. It was, like, a minute. 35 minutes. (laughs) No, I have no idea. I'm talking absolute shit. So, this <laughs> <laughs> so intercut with this scene, we had we had Jenny and Willow deciding right. to go to the Bronx, yeah, because that's probably where the Hellmouth is, because that's mm-hmm. where Luke went last time. Plot twist, not the Bronx, not the Bronx. It's the school. This is where we find out the Hellmouth is in Sunnydale in the Ooh. library. Of the centre for everything. Mm. Well, it is. <laughs> Arguably another main character of the show. I have always thought so, yes. 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 I'm not struggling about that. The library? Yeah. Being a main character? Yeah. It totally is. I said that right at the beginning. I know. I, like, yeah. I don't know. A lot of people say that. I don't feel... God, yeah. I'm so attached to that library. Yeah, it's a great yeah. library. Yeah. So anyway, Cordy comes to save Willow and Jenny because a bunch of vampires. Did anybody notice the vampire with the just like ridiculously large coat, white coat that was walking as part? Oh, man, I should have pointed it out didn't to you guys. Notice. I did notice they were all walking like zombies. I know. <laughs> yeah, right? so that was so so They're all shuffling around. Every other vampire can sprint and jump well, and do all this weird like, stuff. They're, they're supposed to just be very athletic human Yeah, noise, yeah. yeah. But, uh, they're all just like slow shuffling. It was, I think they just wanted that Every zombie thing. Shuffling. I guess you know? so. I guess. Uh, I, I I get a lot of satisfaction out of watching Cordelia drive the car through the school, school hallways. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, how convenient that those hallways are the right width. Yeah, true. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, um, it well is actually done. quite convenient. Yeah, never yeah. That. yeah. Also, I feel like there's a lot of scenes where they have to like barricade doors against vampires, and I find it very unlikely yeah. that they like run into the library. There's these like loose swinging doors, and somehow these measly humans can like hold back super strong vampires. Those doors swing both ways. They could have just pulled them open and climbed over that shit. But these are apparently like slow <laughs> zombie vampires. They do open both ways. <laughs> Barricading things against that. They, yeah. they swing both. We even like, yeah. No, but Giles puts a thing through the handle so they wouldn't actually be able to open them. Okay, okay. Oh, I've yeah. That part. That's right. true. I've forgotten that part. All very right. good, very good. Okay. I take it back. I take it back. But also, they're then the the, the, the the doors through the stacks, they're keeping them closed with empty bookshelves. I'm sorry, they are not heavy enough. But how else were they going to move them? You know? True, 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 true. Yeah, Absolutely. True. I really do enjoy Jenny's sass line here where Giles is like, What's happening? And she's like, guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good Very stuff. Good, good stuff. Um, then. Here we go. Then. Then. Uh, we get Buffy walking do, down the footpath. She's up. She's ready to go. Do, 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 do. Way too bad. Way too bad. Amazing. Better. It was 
the best. Are you kidding? So slowly. Like they're going down a catwalk or something. They should have run. They're walking to the fucking beat, okay? Yes. Her shoes are great. Her dress is great. She looks great. She's got her entourage, Xander, Angel, music smashing it. She feels strong. She's like, ooh, a vampire. And then, boom. Hits him one him. hand. With, he falls well, over. Well, see, no. If you look closely, her hands are still by her side. I'm pretty, sure pretty sure she tripped him, didn't she? Mm. <laughs> if you watch that scene again, I'm 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 gonna like get a little clip of that one video. She does not touch him. Maybe she and head he just him. falls down. Maybe her head's Maybe it's like a, just blue steel. Like she's walking in the camera. Oh, like, oh, she blue steel. steel. Him. Oh. <gasps> That's it. That's definitely what maybe happened. Maybe now she has some of those like hypno powers from the from the master. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, but yeah, love it. Totally badass. Love She's it. looking good. Can't believe you didn't love that moment. <sighs> it was a lot to take. <laughs> it was a lot to take. Like in. even as we were watching it, it I could see you were just like, "What the fuck?" It was is a happening? lot of good stuff to take in. No, okay. <laughs> uh, look, I didn't. I didn't hate it. It just it annoyed me how slow they were walking because Willow was in danger, guys. <laughs> Willow was in danger. Run. <laughs> Quickly! You know that this show is called Buffy the Vampire Slayer, right? Not it's Willow, not the Willow best friend. The Buffy the Vampire Slayer friend? I thought, <laughs> no? no? Maybe next season. Spoiler alert! Credits change! <laughs> you can only, we can only hope. Yes, because Willow is getting attacked by the Hellmouth monster. Three-headed oh, I thought it was. Thing. I thought it was the Little Shop of Horrors plan. Ah. <laughs> oh, yeah. you, you were waiting for them to break out into song. You're like, this yeah. is the musical comedy that Charles was talking about. Yeah, that's <laughs> great fucking musical. I was in it yeah. like four years ago. I played one of the Soul Girls. It was awesome. Very cool. Excellent musical. Love that guy. Nice. Um, but as the Hellmouth monster arrives, the mo- the master. Gets up on the roof and like sees through the window and he does this Has little, little like, clap. happy clap. Little so clap. there's happy this clap. famous meme okay. of Nicole Kidman at the Golden Globes yes. doing this exact clap. <laughs> oh my so God, all you're palms, right. Those fingers. Everyone's like, what the fuck's she doing? What and the master's doing? doing the exact same one. I think it makes more sense for the master because he's got these like huge claw talons on the end of his fingers. Yeah, he'd be worried about poking yeah. himself. It's been yeah. a while since he's clipped And so does Nicole Kidman. So yeah. it makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> I've got to say though, I love the practical effects used oh, I, yeah, like the, the non-cgi no not just the master the the hellmouth that that even though it, i get it but <laughs> it's like it's slimy it's drippy there are three human beings in each of those three heads just like waving yeah. themselves around being the tentacles that's pretty cool yeah. okay yeah. cgi it is pretty cool it yeah. is pretty cool you're right you get to see like giles whacking axe into one of the heads no it's, like, it's, it's not really bad. like it's like real it's tangible you yeah. know yeah. i love the practical effects I'm with you. yeah Buffy walks up onto the roof, confronts the master. I may be dead, but I'm still pretty, which is more than I can say for you. <laughs> it's a classic line. It's like it an iconic line. Nice. I do like I do like when she first confronts the master at the bottom when he makes he like points out the, the feeble banter section yeah. of Yes! Very important. Yes. It's good stuff. Um, yes. So why didn't the master use his Darth Vader powers up here? She's, well, he she tried. tried. He tries. Did but he? she's Didn't no longer under his spell. And that's oh, when she not. says save the hypno crap for the tourists. Save the uh, hypnosis crap for the tourists. Okay. Yeah, because like he, he tries to do it again and she's no longer under his thrall. Yeah. She's too badass now. Because she drowned. Because she drowned and she's all like, oh, drown. this is... No, she drowned and she came back. So... We will actually talk about this in the first episode of season two. Okay. Because mm. this will come up. They will address. Okay, good. This. Good. This is not. Me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So she did die. 
And she came back to life. And I feel like that might explain the weird, like, sound effect first breath she has when she wakes up before she does the proper, like, post-CPR cough-up water Sure, thing. of water that she's able to breathe in. Yeah, like, maybe it's a bit yeah. more of, like, yeah. a weird... Gasp. Slayer. <gasps> I'm alive and now stronger thing. Yeah, maybe. She I sucks in strength. Yeah. You know, <laughs> from- um, did you guys both notice her little mini jump in that moment? No. I did. I did. How did you not notice that? I missed a mini jump. I was watching it and I was like, that's an okay Slayer jump. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay, isn't it? That's an okay Slayer jump. Yeah. Yeah. It's higher than your average person, but it's within reason. (laughs) It's it's part of a backflip over the the master. I accept. So then she throws him down and he's impaled on but something. But did, did anyone notice the scene where you first see that spike come up? Oh, yeah. Like it's, it's like it's, zoom in it's on it. It's such a deliberate camera shot where, like, <laughs> something gets smashed and then all of a sudden there's this very clear, like, yeah. wooden I didn't realise how far up. away it was when they showed it before. I'm like, oh, yeah, it must be really close. Maybe you could just, like, throw it on it, blah, blah, blah. But no, it's r- really far away through a window. Like, how did she notice And Because that? that had to get him in the heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she did well to get that in yeah. Did we get any explanation? Did I just miss it? As to why the Hellmouth opening is connected to the Master and why his subsequent death closes the Hellmouth? So... Codex. (laughs) (laughs) Pokédex. I don't don't think we do get an explanation about it, but I was thinking about it. Yeah. And the way I see it is like, so he originally tried to open the Hellmouth Mm. and then there was an Oh, and that's how he got stuck there. And there was an earthquake and he got stuck in this sort of like halfway house limbo thing where this magic was trapping him. And so I think once he got out of that, he was sort of... Mm. And because he, he's also this old master vampire that has these powers, this hypnosis stuff. So I think mm-hmm. he has the supernatural power and he sort of was like completing what he got trapped in doing gotcha. originally. So, and it, and it always... Because he didn't have to do anything to do yeah, that. Yeah, it was just him being released like, from his prison yeah, that sort of like released the, the rest of that. Of that and just that put, magic, like, opened it up and then the fact like he was so connected to the opening that him dying is Yeah, and so like it. I think it was his power that was doing it and then when sure. he died it there was right. no power like powering yeah. it. Well, it's tenuous. Anymore. It is. That's okay. the that's the best I got. I'll go with it. Makes sense. Thank you for schooling me on Buffy. Any time. So after the dance they go and we zoom out on the creepy skeleton that has survived his yes. dusting. Because he's so old, I he's guess. He's so special. Mm. Yeah, that special, special and powerful vampire. and whatever else. Cool, Amento. And that, ladies and gentlemen, brings us to the end of season one. Well done. Curtains closed. Good job, Boom. us. Boom. Good job, Buffy. Yeah, well done. So let's talk about... Um, well, let's let's talk about death count first because yeah. there was a fair bit. First, mm. we had the three unidentified vampires, like two of them off screen at yeah. the beginning of the episode. Yes. Buffy slayed that night. Mm-hmm. Five students killed um, in watching the cartoons. in the lounge watching mm-hmm. cartoons. Controversial. I know it's going to be Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Buffy well, she does die. Die. She, she died. Yeah. It counts. Yep. It counts. Numerous vampire minions dusted by Angel and Xander mm. while they're yeah. uh, fighting him, and then the master. Yeah. So big death count. Good season finale. Yeah. Um, really that's well, it's three, eight, nine, ten plus numerous vampires. So heaps. ten to fifteen. Yeah, heaps. Ten heaps to dead. fifteen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there you go. Awesome. 
There you go. So tell us about what won the episode. Uh, tell us about your favourite quote. Favourite quote, um, the really emotional scene, Buffy's breaking down. And there's some really obvious lines she had, how she's talking, I'm 16 years old, I don't want to die. But the one that broke my heart, you mentioned it before. Do you think it'll hurt? I think it's really just showed her innocence and how young she is. And it sort of showed more than it's told. Like, yeah, um, yeah, it did. And just the uh, way really she delivered line. it was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It really just pulled your heart strings. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. It's a great line. And I think it will hurt. Yeah. Buffy? Yeah. When you die? <laughs> yeah. No, Mabel. Go from there. <laughs> Mabel? Um, my quote is... I just really like this quote. It's not particular. It's not particularly great, but um, it's the scene where they're barricading the library doors, and Cordelia's kind of like holding them off. Jenny and Willow already at the top, and um, there's this vampire trying to trying to get at Cordy, and she she gets his hand and bites his hand, and she goes, "See how you like it." That's great. <laughs> that is great. Yeah. That is great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, Cordy. Uh, Look, I thought about doing an emotional Buffy quote as my favourite quote, but, mm. you know, this show's about two things. It's about that, and I have I feel like I've expressed my feelings about that this episode already. <laughs> but the other thing that this episode, maybe a little, I actually found literal tears on the table just before. That was pretty embarrassing. Um, so the other part of Buffy that I love is the jokey, funny moments. And so you mentioned it just before, Mabel, but the scene where Buffy is fighting the master when they're still underneath and he's like, oh, good, the feeble banter portion of the fight. Yes. That's up Great there line. for me. Excellent Great line. line. Great line. So let's talk about what won the episode for you. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's the final. Yep. Right, mm-hmm. and in sports, at the grand final, when they give man of the match, they're not really just giving the man of the match for that final match. They're giving, they could have spiritually giving the man of the match to the best player yep. for that season. Yep. You know? Yeah. So that's how I'm taking it. So mm-hmm. half this episode and half the the whole season. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, nice. you're gonna make fun of me, but I'm giving it to Willow. Willow won this episode. She won the whole goddamn season. She <laughs> Didn't you already have Willow win one? I don't know. No. Okay. No, that's the other reason. She hasn't won one yet. So. Yeah. All right. Should give her one. Why in particular? Um, I really liked. I really liked how she turned down Xander. Yeah. Uh, yep. And then how she broke broke down later in the scene. And I think um, like it's Buffy's show, and I get that. Mm, yeah. Um, but but still. she is her own thing, like. Compared to Buffy, she's the best. All right, whatever. Yeah, good. Okay? That's fine. She's that's cool. fine. That's fine. Good. Good. Um, Mabel. Yeah, I mean, I think I've I found it pretty hard to think of what won the episode for me. I really like this episode overall. I think having to choose one thing, I am giving it to Buffy's scene in the library when she finds yeah. out that yeah. she's destined to die the next night, and yeah. that good whole point. scene. I think. Wins the episode for me. Yep. yep. Awesome. It's a bloody good scene. It's a good scene. Mm. Can I have two? No. Oh, I feel like you can do this You can every have an honorable mention. Week. You can have a small honorable mention and you can have what one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, then my honorable mention is the master. Yep. Yeah. Just generally. Yep. Great call. He's a good villain. He's funny. He's scary. And he's just, he nails it. And mm. this this episode in particular, you get a lot of the master. And I just yeah. think he is good at it. He does a really good job given the minimal screen time he's given, True. I yeah. think. He does really well. Yeah. And my other one is also a character. It I Obviously, given what I've just talked about, I have to give it to Buffy this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Her strength and her vulnerability and her ability to just keep going no matter what, that 
that wins the series for me, yeah. not just the season. Love it. Yeah, not just Love the it. episode. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's it. I don't think I have anything else to say. Does yeah. anyone else? Everyone else? Have? Good season. Good season. Great season. Yep. Good. Yep. Where, where does this rank in oh. your... Uh... Oh, third. Oh, yeah. What was number one again? Uh, Angel. Yeah. Yep. Then Puppet Master. It just fucking. <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's just right up my alley. Oh my god! This third, That's like a knockdown. I can't believe Puppet Master is high. The puppet. I really the puppet, puppet show. show. Puppet show. Yeah. Is it yeah, puppet show. Yeah. Puppet show. Puppet show. Puppet Master's a cool name for it. It, it so. would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Puppet show is higher than Prophecy Girl. Yeah, that's interesting. I really enjoy it. Interesting. I feel like I really we need to start doing it to see how different they are. I still really love that Angel is number one. I know. That's great. It was a great. Episode. It was a great episode. And it was your first good ep yeah. too. You yeah, know? yeah. So yeah. I can see why special that would have had a special place, place yeah. for you. Yeah. 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 This was actually the first episode that Joss both wrote and directed, there interestingly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Given that it's, you know, he's the creator. It's yeah. quite interesting that he hadn't done it both mm. until now. Mm. Yeah. It's quite interesting. Um, so, Chris. Tell us where we can find you. Oh, yeah. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Creaselip, C-R-E-A Slip. Uh, also, The Pool Boys, my comedy sketch trio on Facebook and Instagram, The Cool Boys Comedy. Uh, pool Boys. Cool boys. <laughs> boys. The Pool Boys Comedy. We are Cool Boys and Pool Boys. It's how we do. <laughs> Uh, Mabel, have you got enough followers yet to put my compare up? I still don't think I've gotten a single new follower. Um, I also just realised I wasn't following you until I noticed. (laughs) I noticed. Um, But yeah, please follow me on Twitter at MabelMeBoard. I'll do something really cool if I get at least 10 followers. We might share my crimped hair anyway, just because it's pretty awesome. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, But um, follow me some more. Follow us some more. Yeah, yes. actually, Buffy Strayer. Strayer. Follow us. Follow yeah, us. follow us at Buffy Strayer. Follow us on Facebook, Buffy the Vampire Strayer. Um, also, you can follow me at Miggles French on Twitter and on um, Instagram if you really want to, and on YouTube. I just feel weird about it. Don't it's have like, to. Well, it's like my personal Instagram. Yeah. I post like my life on there. So, oh, I did post an epic blanket fort picture though that I built last night. Check so it you out. should definitely check that out um we will probably watch the we, this is us planning our podcast as uh, our podcast schedule while we're on the podcast but we'll probably watch the movie in between and we'll release that between seasons one and season two all right um, let's do it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, okay. yeah yeah let's do it i'm just i'm deciding yeah, for you guys. I'm yeah. It, yeah. yeah all right and yeah and then we'll be back with season two we can't wait to to talk some more about buffy with you guys Woo-hoo. see you later love your work bye bye She's, she's the big meat rat, meat tray. Please edit that out. That was. I, please edit that out. <laughs> 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 meat tray is the ultimate prize at any like raffle or anything. It's like the first prize is a meat tray. Didn't. Um, <laughs> it will be edited. You know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? The fact I just feel like I know you well enough to know that I'm not even offended by you doing that. It's <laughs> um. <laughs> a compliment, babe. <laughs> I love meat tray. Love meat tray. <laughs>